Hello, 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 and welcome back all of my beautiful, beautiful, wonderful, shining, glimmering uh, friends from the internet. I'm so happy uh, and excited to be back here with you for another episode of the Reddit Asks Us podcast. So before we head into today's episode, why don't we just go ahead and talk about a little something called the introduction. Welcome to the Reddit Asks Us podcast where we read and react to comments from r slash ask reddit. I am your host, Luke Dick. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, remember to like, remember to comment and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, then leave us a rating and also please leave us a review. That helps so, so much. Remember, if you have something to say about the question and you want that read aloud on the next episode, uh, then you can comment on the most recent episode and I will read that response on the next episode. So I am going to read, there was a comment from last week's episode. Um, let's see if I can get this up and running here. And I do appreciate all the comments that is uh, that are directed towards the podcast, um, no matter what they are saying for the most part. Um, obviously, I'm not going to read out any any hate comments or anything like that. Um, so what does everyone do but won't admit? Uh, so Ekure42 says, whizzing in the shower. I mean, come on, LOL. Yeah, that, uh, I think, I think we read that one out, but or maybe, maybe, maybe I didn't read that one out. Maybe it's one I read, but I didn't read out on the show. Um, don't worry, Ecker. I got also got your criticism, and I will be <laughs> editing the podcast. I just wanted to say the comment that was related uh, to the episode. But uh, yes, I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't know. Is this common for people? I feel like this really isn't a common thing for me. Like, I don't know. Like, if I have to go to the bathroom, I feel like I do that before I hop in the shower. But I don't know. I, I like it, it does it is one thing that it's like okay one one thing that I can see is that like okay maybe it's maybe it's not that I haven't done this because of course I have but I don't feel like it's a common thing for me I've, I think I can count on my hands how many times I've ever done this in my life but but that's why I try to make sure that I go to the washroom if I have to go or something like that I go before but I highly doubt anyone is hot is hopping out of their shower just to go and take a piss in the in the toilet like really are you gonna hop out of the shower all wet soaking wet is that really like just just to go to oh just got it just got it oh gotta go to the back gotta go gotta go take a piss got it hop out hop out of the shower soaking wet gonna slip on the floor and die so yeah I, i i do think that there there's some probably truth to that but i really hope it's not a super common occurrence i hope i hope that you're not waiting to go like when you're before you go to the shower you have to go uh, pee before you go to the shower and then you just wait till you're in the shower to 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 go to the bathroom i come on man especially if you if more people use your shower than you come on man that's that's not very classy all right so the first comment we've got here is from rollis 2544 that einstein failed his grade school math class it was the subject of a ripley's believe it or not column in 1935 and Einstein himself refuted the article in primary school he had been at the top of his class and by 15 he had mastered differential and integral calculus I feel like that one's just made to make us feel a little bit better about ourselves you know well 
Einstein didn't Einstein didn't do well in math. Maybe I'm just like smart in another way. I like to think that about myself. But that's on it's 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 news like that that you're like is, is there any truth to this? Is there any is there any Cuz I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of hoping there's a little bit of truth to that. I don't know. It makes me feel smarter about like you know my own intellect. Um Captain Deadpool says, if I recall correctly, it has to do with him moving between schools and one graded students from one to six and others reverse from six to one. So someone at some point mixed up, mixed everything up and thought Einstein failed class, even though in reality he had a perfect grade. Uh, Usual says that usually gets pushed hard uh, with ones talking about Steve Jobs not going to college. No one uh, talks about how it was Steve Jobs' aunt or sugar mommy uh, or whoever it was that gave him a leg up in the company by allowing him to pitch ideas. Edit, this is Bill Gates, not Steve Jobs. Sorry. So Bill Gates' inspirational story is he's someone who dropped out of college, therefore college is not a necessary success, a necessity to succeed in life. Not completely. People who want to peddle Bill Gates' life story as if he was a normal guy who dropped out of college to pursue his dream, but the truth is, his mom, Mary Gates, the president of United Way, associated with IBM, had enough leeway with IBM to convince them to hire Microsoft, Gates' company, to build an OS. Uh... He did. He did go to Harvard, though. That that's the thing is that he was he was good enough to go to Harvard. So, it is it is like ah, oh, that. Please don't think you're Bill Gates, everybody. It's there's one Bill Gates, um, and he is like you. You got to admit he is a smart guy. Like you know he might have had help up, but you know he had resources. And then that and. That not everybody, not everybody can be can be Bill Gates. So I mean, and that's unfortunate. It is unfortunate, but it's it's what happens, right? I I wish uh, I wish I had more access to the to the executives at IBM, but I just don't. So that's one thing. One thing I'm just gonna have to accept in life. And please don't drop out of university because you think that since Bill Gates did it, that you can also do it as well. Because that doesn't happen very often. Doesn't happen to probably i'd say like 99 percent of people <laughs> not to say you're not smart because i do believe that everybody who listens to this podcast is smart but stay in school i think you're i think you're probably better off to just just tough it out you know just stay in school finish that finish that high school diploma finish that degree or whatever you're doing or whatever diploma you might be interested in just just get that done just in case you know what i mean just just uh just to cover your own back you know all right, next one here comes from Dorothy G. Milne. When I had cancer a few years back and was doing chemotherapy, I had people who constantly questioned that I was actually or that I actually had cancer due to the fact that my hair didn't fall out until I was actually in remission. Uh, had been off chemo for about two to three weeks when my hair started falling out and thinning. It's a complete myth that every single person's hair will have the same reaction to chemo. Some people don't lose their hair right away. Some don't at all. Everybody is different. Oh, I'm really sorry to hear about your cancer. That's really awful. It's cancer's nothing's worse than cancer, am I right? Yeah, man. I mean, it was really a struggle there for the past like six, eight months. I, uh, I just, uh, you know, I really, I really was battling with something there. 
I know, I know. It's that's really hard. That's really hard. But don't you think you're kind of, you know, being a little disrespectful to people who actually had cancer? Uh, what are you talking about? I just got off chemo. I literally just got off chemotherapy. Right, right. I know. I know that's what you're telling people. Right. I know that's what you're telling people. But I'm kind of on to you right now, because you. I'm looking at you right now. You don't look sick at all. In fact, you look pretty good. Okay, and your hair is not falling out. And everyone who gets cancer's hair falls out. Everyone knows that. Okay, and you've got a full hat of hair on your head. So, do you really just like like what's with this narrative? What's with the cancer narrative? Did you really have to spend six to eight months in the hospital just to convince people you had cancer? No, maybe it's because I actually had cancer. Maybe that's why I was in the hospital. Maybe it's because I was actually sick. Well, I don't know. I think I'm going to expose you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just tell people you weren't sick because that's what you deserve. You're slandering sick people because you don't look sick. You clearly couldn't be sick. You don't look sick. I look sicker than you. I Should, should I go around saying I have cancer? You know what? Maybe you should. All right? Maybe you should. Okay, because at this point, I don't care, because I had cancer. Like, what the hell, man? You know, um, my my aunt had tongue cancer, and when she had tongue cancer, I don't think anyone could tell that she had tongue cancer. You know what I mean? Mate, she did. She could for sure. She could, but I don't think I don't think anyone out there was just like, oh, really? You had tongue cancer? You don't look like you have it. How do you how how do you look like? How do I look like I have tongue cancer? How how do how, how do I look like that? Everyone everyone has their own it's actually fascinating because everybody has their own way of responding to to different conditions and people's bodies are are vary so greatly and widely in in how they respond to certain things. Like I remember like one of the comments down here uh, said that uh someone's uh, I think it was mother-in-law, like leg started hurting. She went to the, doc- the doctor, got a uh, whatever it was, like an, an MRI or something like that. Or a, I don't think it was x-ray, but it was something like that. It was, uh, And found out they had tumor- tumors like all throughout their entire body. And then they ended up passing away like 12 days later. So like, and she, then they said that, didn't, the, the, that she didn't look or feel sick until she went in. And it was just, it was that, it was just a pain in the leg. It, it, make, it makes me paranoid though. It makes me think I'm like, oh my God, am I going to like, am I going to get like, am I sick from something? I don't even know. Like, are you guys opposed to, to like people getting regular sort of like scans? You know what I mean? Like, cause I understand like you're, you're not supposed to get an x-ray, you know, unless you think something is wrong or you're not supposed to get, um, you know, like an, an MRI or a PET scan or anything like that, unless you think something is wrong. Because I don't like, I don't know, are they expensive to use? I, re- I really don't know about, about this sort of stuff. But like, what, like, maybe it's just like a preventative thing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't, I feel like I'm not, I'm like, I'm not super opposed to like, as you go in for a checkup, like, does it, does an MRI take very long? Like a, like, like a, a short one, like a small one, like I'm, it's not, you know, it's like, I feel like it'd be better to, as a preventative measure to go in and like every once in a while, every year or so, every two years, three years, 
you go in for a little scan, you know, and be like, oh, geez, because if there is something there, you could get it right away instead of, you know, oh, I don't, I didn't figure out that I was sick until it was already too late and I'm already in whatever stage cancer or something like that. Like, I feel like, uh, come on, guys, just hop in that, hop in the tube, get scanned. What's wrong with getting scanned, getting a little scan, you know? I, I feel like, unless it's extremely expensive to do that and run those machines and stuff, why not? You know, if they're not using them all the time, if they're only using them when people are sick, might as well get a little bit more use out of them, you know? Get get those machines up and running. You know, you don't want to leave your snowmobile in the in the in the garage all year, you know? Run it. Put put the put wheels on the front, you know what I mean? Take the skids off, put wheels on there. Use it all year round. You know, get 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 some use out of it. That's what I'm saying. That's all. That's only what I'm saying. Okay. Um, next one comes from Pig Haggerty. There are dumber ones out there, but I, as an estate lawyer, deal with constantly is the idea that there needs to be a reading of the will where the family all gather together and the lawyer reads it aloud to them for the first time. We don't do that. We just mail everyone their own copy if they want it. It's a really stubbornly persistent one because people continue to see scenes of it in movies and TV shows where it's used for some big dramatic reveal. I've even had irate beneficiaries insist that the administration of the estate can't be official until there's a reading. Way, way back, like 150 years ago or so, I believe we used to do something like that at times because you couldn't exactly presume on literacy on the part of the beneficiaries. But now we feel it's a pretty safe bet that you can either read it or find someone who can. Yeah, that I never even I never even knew this. Like I I, I didn't I didn't even know that like that you had that people had to do like this was a reading thing. I feel like I've never even I don't know. I feel like I've never even really seen that. No, no, we can't. We can't. This state, we, we, we have to allocate it properly. There needs to be a reading. There needs to be a reading, and everyone needs to attend this reading. Well, unless you can't read or are dyslexic, um, I think that we'll just send you a copy over email. I've got a pretty busy day, you know. I'm, we This is one of the you know, elite estate firms around, kind of got a little bit of a busy day, you know, I'm a lawyer, so, you know, we deal with a lot of paper, you know, a lot of, a lot of readings, a lot of, a lot of other things I got to go and read, if you know what I mean, so, uh, I don't think I've necessarily got time to sit there and, uh, arbitrate your, your, uh, what is it, your, your will, your dad's will, don't really think I've got time to go and, go and do that, but, uh, I think, I think you've got this, though, you got it. You've you've got this. Just stick it out. You know what I mean? Just open the emails, give that little thing a read. You know, I no one needs to be there. No one at all. I don't need to be there. You know, in fact, if you don't want to read it, then don't don't read it. I don't really care. You know, because things will be allocated to you and uh, if they're not, then they're not. So I think I'm I, you know, I gotta go. I'm busy. I, sorry, I gotta go. I'm just being a lawyer. You know, a little bit, little bit time consuming, if you know what I mean. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, next one comes from Morofo 
83.29. Fish only have a five-second memory. My fish are fed automatically on a timer. They know dinner time better than my goddamn cat. Nah, man, you can basically do whatever you want to your fish. They'll they'll never remember that. They'll never remember that shit, bro. Bro, you can you 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 don't even have to feed your fish, bro. They'll never remember that you don't feed them, bro. You can, bro. Come on, fish, fish, no, man, fish, 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 no. They don't even have that memory like that. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. I highly doubt that. It doesn't really seem like a very good survival skill, you know, to have only a five second memory. I feel like how would fish learn to be have instincts at all? You know, how would they be able to be like, oh, no, like I should probably swim away from this shark, you know? But if they perpetually have a five-second memory, I'm pretty sure they would not be evading predators. You know, how would how would a fish be able to do that if they only had a five-second memory? If that's just passed down generation through generation, I feel like there'd just be no fish. No, bro. Trust, man. Five-second memory. Don't remember anything, bro. It's just the way it is, bro. There's none of that evolutionary stuff, bro. Just doesn't happen, bro. It's not real. It's not real, bro. Trust, bro. Fifth fish, five second memory, bro. Five seconds. They'll never remember a single thing you said to them, bro. You could say anything to a fish. They'll never remember. All right. I guess I'll just. Uh, I think you might. You might have the authority on this one here, so I think I'm just gonna. You know, I'd. I'm probably going to be done with this conversation, you know? I don't think anything I say can really convince you if that's what you believe. Um, next one comes comes from Quandilius Dinglebob. Uh, yeah, what's up, Quandilius? I remember the myth that gum takes seven years to fully pass through your digestive system. Uh, Pensive in New Jersey responds and says, that takes me back to being five years old again. I think that was just a mom tactic to keep you from constantly swallowing your gum. Yeah, like, I know, like, I think I think the thing is, is, like, gum isn't, like, gum doesn't take that long for gum to digest, but it's, like, it's, like, not good for you to eat. Though, like, you probably, you, like, you shouldn't be eating your gum, you know? I, it's, like, I don't know. I think it's, it's not that it's, I, I really don't know the, the full extent of, of why you shouldn't eat your gum, but I'm pretty sure it's not, it's just not a great thing for your body to digest in general. It's not, it's not really food, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just capping. Maybe I'm just, maybe I've just got on my Reddit cap here and I'm just sitting on here capping. Um, Loxus5751 says, you have to wait 48 hours to report someone missing. Uh, Joey do not says, or so, sorry, Joey dot not. Oh, that's the OP. This one is downright harmful. Uh, Juice Lee 777 I told my girlfriend this last week for some strange reasons reason she still believed the myth then painstakingly went through all of the steps that I would go through or that yeah that I would go through if I thought she was missing uh, all of those steps would happen in far less than 12 hours of her not checking back in I haven't seen Jim all day he ha- he isn't responding to texts he usually comes home I've called him 40 times he's not answering. I talked to work. Work said they haven't seen him all day. Um, you know, he for every single day, every single day, he stops at, uh, 
you know, at this one corner store, and I called them, and they said they haven't seen him. The owner actually said it was weird that he hasn't seen him because he's been coming consistently every day, you know, for the last, I don't know, 12 years, and I haven't seen him. I just haven't seen him, and no one's seen him, and I'm getting concerned. Well, we gotta, we gotta call, we gotta call the the authorities on this, okay? We, we've got to call the authorities. We, we're missing, this is a missing person. No, 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 no. I know the rules. I know the law. 48 hours. We got to wait 48 hours. It's just, it's just, I'm sorry, but I know, I know Jim might be missing, but we got to wait 48 hours. Why? Why Jim's missing? We need to find him. This is clearly out of his, out of the ordinary. He's been missing for like 12, you know, 15 hours here. Okay. Work didn't see him. His friends didn't see him. The, 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 the guy at the corner store didn't see him. They're friends. They see each other all the time. We, we, this is a missing person. We need to report this. No, I know, I know, I know, I know it sounds awful. Sounds terrible. And I love Jim. I love Jim so much, but we can't do this. 48 hours. I don't want to go to jail. You're not going to go to jail. Jim might be dead. Okay, we, we need to find him. No, just, I don't. I'm not going to break the law, okay? I'm, I'm, I understand that this is, this is a big deal because it's Jim, but I'm not breaking the law on this one. I'm not going to go to jail. I'm not going to suffer my life in prison because I called the police 12 hours too early. I'm not doing that. I just, I, I love Jim, but I just can't break the law. I can't break the law. There's no law. Okay, I'm calling the police. You're not calling the police. No. Um, it absolutely is downright harmful. Nuclear Rabbit responds to say, It used to be a thing, though. Most police departments made you wait 24 hours before filing a miss missing persons report. But this is back in the day before cell phones. Back then, it was common to not be reachable for a few hours. Now, if someone isn't responding immediately when you know they should, it probably means something has gone terribly wrong. Police departments let uh, today let you file missing report, missing person reports immediately. And see, that makes sense, right? It's like, you know, the days before cell phones and mobile phones, and even the days before landlines, it would make sense, right? Because you have to assume to a certain extent that if I have a cell phone, then I'm going to be, you know, reachable at all moments. But we take this for granted because everyone today has a cell phone. I've lived my pretty much my entire adult life and my entire teenage life and life where pretty much anything was really important to be like know where I needed to be. I've always had some sort of communication device or been within a, a area of a, you know, someone who has got a communication device, like a very small area. So we take this for granted, but for the longest time, I mean, the only way you knew what your kids were doing down the field was just yelling at them, you know, being like, yo, what's up? You know, you had to be okay with not knowing where someone is for a few hours. And I'm sure the police probably didn't want to be responding. Oh, my kid went over the hill, you know, a uh, couple hours ago and he hasn't come back. Well, have you thought about that? Maybe he was just playing. Well, no, that's. You know what, officer? I'm really sorry about that. I'm actually really sorry on that one. You know, that's my bad. Sorry, my uh, my wife hasn't come home in she's she's not she's not been home in in an hour or in two hours. What does your wife do? 
Oh, she works at the local corner store, you know. Well, what time is it? Well, it's like four or five o'clock. When does she get off? Around, you know, the three. How does she get there? Well, she walks. She walks. Did you ever think she was just walking? <sighs> you got me on this one. Damn it. I knew something. Yeah. I think you, yeah, I think you might have cracked the case for me. Oh, there she is right now. Hi, honey. Sorry, I thought you were missing. Yeah, maybe we should wait, make people wait a little bit before they make a missing persons report. You know, don't want to, don't want to be stopping at every single person's house all the time. Um, dying on the vine re uh, replied and said, just a couple weeks ago, my wife and I reported my missing mother-in-law who has dementia to the police after she was missing for only th for three hours. It was just getting dark and around 40 uh, degrees with temperatures dropping. Uh, that's... Fahrenheit, so I don't really know what that is in Celsius. Honestly, I expected to be it to be brushed off and not taken seriously. Instead, a full search and rescue was initiated, rather quickly, uh, with a plane, drones, and canine unit, and several dozen people on foot, reporting on social media and a text sent to everyone in the area and who knows what else. She was found several hours later, miles away, by a good Samaritan who called the police, and they were able to match up the description of our missing persons report. She'd cross county lines by foot, and the counties were able to easily make the connection. So yeah, lesson learned. You don't have to wait. I felt silly for calling, uh, but made it made a big difference to getting her home safely. Well, that is a very good story, and that's a good thing that uh, yeah, like I know this happens. This happens here too. We've got this. Um, I don't know if this is like a thing in in the United States or or I'm not sure, but I know that in Canada here we've got like an alert system. So if someone files like a missing persons report or, or if there's like an emergency like this, like there, we get, we get an, a notification, like every, every person in the, in the, who has a cell phone in a certain radius, uh, of, of the, of like the location that, that the report was made will get a notification on their phone. Like, and it's, it's like a, it's it's like an it's an emergency alert type of thing, and then it, the government like send this or sends this out, uh, or the the police or whatever, and everyone on their phone gets it, and it's like your phone will like your phone will like vibrate a bunch, and you'll just get this emergency alert alert about this thing. But that's the thing is like how 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 helpful is that, right? Like, especially to compare to times in the past when technology like that wasn't really available, you know, like that that's that can be that can make an entire world of difference. Because although maybe I'm getting this emergency alert and it's not, and I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm at home alone. I haven't seen anyone like this. Everyone in the area is getting this notification. Maybe somebody in the area actually like sees somebody and they do see this situation and they're like, oh my God, I'm witnessing this right now. Imagine how much quicker that can happen rather than just like waiting to see the news or see something like this or like because the back then people had to see the newspaper or something oh missing person they look like this and this and this like you know instead of no now we actually have a a alert system that can alert people and then they can potentially see someone in half a second and allow authorities to be able to make those connections temp jeff uh, says uh, halloween candy is commonly laced with drugs or razor blades 
Vilify97, no one, and I mean no one, is giving their drugs to your eight-year-old for free. See, that's the, that's the thing, too, is that, is that <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand the, this whole, like, the drug thing, too. What's the, even, even if somebody did want to do that, what's the satisfaction where like you're not watching it go down like i feel like the whole point of like oh this is like this is i'm not i'm not going to call this a prank because obviously it's more than a prank it's you know illegal but in the mind of the person doing it it would be a prank right i feel like the whole point of of doing a prank on somebody is that you like see it you watch it it's like the gag Right? Is that is you watch you watch them from like have you ever seen just for laugh just for laughs gags or just for laughs? Uh, maybe it's a Canadian thing. I think it's a Canadian thing. It's like it's like a impractical jokers type of thing. Like it, people will play pranks on people and then they'll film it and watch it and then people are all confused and stuff. That's the whole point is that people are watching and that's what makes it funny because you get to watch it. If you thought something like this was funny, like what are you getting out of this? Like there's you're literally getting nothing out of this. You're not watching anything. You're just you're just handing it over. And who knows, maybe the parents will find it. I know my parents used to you know, they used to they used to enjoy like we would empty out our candy and we candy and we would all sort it. We would so we would just that's what we would do. We would just sort it all. Like and they would be with us cuz they would just want to see. They would be excited and maybe if they saw something like, "Oh, what's that?" you know, like I feel like that's a really risky move on the on the on the on the on the side of the prankster, you know? Uh, a reply. There's a reply from Asshat one two three. The only evidence of this actually happening is a parent trying to poison their own child. So as long as you aren't the one poisoning your kid, there's probably nothing to worry about. And the, this whole razor blade thing too. Like, how do you hide a razor blade in candy? Like it's already pre-packaged. Like if the candy's opened, I feel like even a child would be like, oh, this is open. Why, like, what the hell? Why, why is this opened? Like, I feel like you have to be a pretty non-curious child to to see an open candy and, and be like, oh. And be not, you know, not say something about that. Not be like, oh, I don't want to eat them. Somebody's opened this. This is already open. That's kind of gross. You know what I mean? Like, what are you going to just see an open candy and be like, yo, like, nothing weird about this. You know? And like, where, like, how do you, I don't understand the razor blade thing. Where, where's this razor blade being hidden? I don't understand. Razor blades are huge. Razor, razor blades are big. What, what, where, how's that going to fit? Where, what, and how the whole point of Halloween candy is that they're small. I don't think I've ever gotten a, a hallo, like a Halloween candy. Even somebody who's giving out full-size chocolate bars. Like, how do you, how do you hide that? How do you hide a razor blade in a full-size chocolate bar? You have to go through a pretty, some pretty elaborate steps in order to be able to do that. Like, that's, it seems a little bit Im, Im, improbable to me. If I'm just, I'm just going out on a limb and that's, that's just my, that's my sort of idea. That's my prediction. It's a little bit too, too out of the way to be doing this, something like that. I feel like if you wanted to poison someone, there are easier ways to do it. Uh, let's, uh, I think we'll do this one more. We'll do one more and then we'll wrap it up here for the rest of the show here, folks. That, uh, this one comes from Rollis25. Five four four. Um, that magic jewelry slash healing 
will cure just about anything. A dude named a dude named Mesmer in the 17 in 1780 came up with the idea, and it has been debunked many times. Yet it's still a billion dollar industry. Fun fact: the word mesmerized is related to him. Oh, isn't that interesting? I swear, if you wear this next this necklace, it's gonna cure your cancer. I I don't know. I mean, I think the doctors told me that the only thing that was going to cure my cancer was surgery and chemo. So I don't really see what the necklace... No, see, you're misunderstanding that stuff. Propaganda, okay? Propaganda. They're just trying to... It's, it's big pharma, okay? That's big pharma for you right there. That chemotherapy, it's killing you faster than the cancer. They just, they're just trying to, it's an excuse. You really have cancer? The only thing that's going to cure this is the healing powers of this rock in this necklace. And if you don't, if you don't use this, then there's nothing I can do. I'm sorry. And I have to accept the fact that you're dead. And if I see you again after this necklace, I have to accept the fact that that's not you. That's an imposter. If you don't wear this necklace... I know you're dead. I just know it. So, and I know that they're they're doing the doppelganger thing. They're printing them out, but they're not going to print me. They're not going to print me out. They're not going to duplicate me, okay? They're not going to make me one of their government sheep slaves, all right? So if you don't want to wear the necklace, that's fine. But this will be the last time I ever see you, the real you. Reply from Chill Capybara 45 See also homeopathy uh, or homeopathy, something debunked a hundred years ago, but still persists. The idea that water molecules carry the memory of things and that you can be cured of any health ailment by being exposed to what made you sick. So they take like some bacteria or virus, mix it in water, dilute it like a thousand times until you're left with just water and then give you water as the medicine and say you're cured. It goes against everything we know about chemistry and biology. I'm not an, I don't really know much about that stuff, but I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, if you're sick, go to a doctor. I think the person who is probably best informed to be able to give you a accurate assessment of what you should do and what's going on is probably somebody with a medical degree. Um, that's just, that's my opinion. Um, that's only my, that's my approximation of what, what should happen if you're sick um, or feeling sick or something is wrong. I highly, I just, I'm going to go and bet on the MD rather than the rock necklace that's going to fix that broken leg. Okay, that's just my that's my opinion, okay? Um, that's just, that's what I think, okay? So if, 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 if you happen to break your leg, I would just consider going to the doctor before you see uh, the homeopath. Just, just my, my, my word of advice, okay, folks? All right, I'm going to wrap it up there for today. So thank you so much for tuning into the Reddit Asks Us podcast where we read and react to comments from r slash askreddit. I'm your host, Luke Dick. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, remember to like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever, wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating. And also, please, 
leave us a review. Uh, if you want to comment uh, something or respond to a comment or respond to the episode, you can go and comment that under the most recent episode, and I will comment. I will read that comment out aloud on the next week's following episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in, listening uh, to the show. I'm so uh, happy that you all uh, decided to tune in on this beautiful Tuesday, and I will see y'all next week. Thank you. Peace out.